to welcome back to another episode of the Deductionist podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope Hello. you're all keeping well and are enjoying oh, it's Thanksgiving in America to the American is, compadres that join us here. My Lord. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you are Hope giving thanks in a, in a safe way. Um, I would imagine that there are many families using the social distancing rule to their advantage. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Aunt, Aunt Dora, you can't actually come around this year. We have to keep you at a 20 meter, a 20 meter distance. Wasn't it too? <laughs> no, no, they've upped it in my house now. Sorry, can't <laughs> rules. There's just no, it's, it's the TV or you and there's just no room for, for you. Exactly. TV's exactly. too big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was either you or the cranberry sauce and you know it's like sophie's choice i i i, I went with the uh the only other option i could i could sleep at night knowing that i made <laughs> i saved you all exactly so yeah happy thanksgiving um everybody um yeah that's that's the end of our stream for this evening good night yeah. no um i was going to do a thanksgiving song but i don't know any nor have i ever heard of a thanksgiving song say, is there a thanksgiving song I don't think so. I'll just um, go with something else instead. I was going to say, wouldn't it be like... Happy birthday to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's That's like like the Bill Nighy version of uh, uh, Love is All Around, trying to sneak extra syllables in. Happy Thanksgiving to you. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. That's a, that's a, I bet people are tuning in wondering that, what in God's name has happened right now. Or maybe they're thinking, maybe that is the song for Thanksgiving. Yes, yeah, somebody for I, mean, I, I, I could work with that. I could You're work totally with that. being blasted across Times Square. Uh, I mean, like visually, not like you've been blasted across <laughs> Like out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there he goes. No more Thanksgiving songs yeah. for us. <laughs> At least I wouldn't need a helmet. You know what I mean? Come on, man. This, <laughs> this, thing, this thing has been through all manner of torture. <laughs> there was um there was a story from my security days i used to work security at uh mcdonald's of all places yeah. which which says a great deal of, about stoke-on-trent that we need security guards at mcdonald's right <laughs> it says well, a great deal about that <laughs> but um you, you know the one come to festival park mcdonald's <laughs> that, that was the one that was the one i yeah. used to work at and yeah um, it was wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. You, you know how they used to have like a, a a really big boy racer um uh issue it, it at most kind of friday saturdays and sundays it would look like a deleted scene from the fast and the furious yeah and so um i would i would kind of walk around in my uh, in my jacket and high vis stuff and uh, you know, asking people to clear off because they they brought with them, you know, relative petty crimes and whatnot. People doing yeah. drugs inside their, their kids' toilets and throwing stuff at staff, and uh, you know, this this drinking and driving that kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So we got it cleared from the council that we could we could close down the car park. Oh, nice. And so yeah, so there were there were a couple of people that would lift up the barriers. So I was like, okay, I'll just park my car there. There was one or two people that actually at times got out, lifted my car up. So, so, it, so from the back, so it would roll on the front wheels just so they could get onto the car park. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's so I'd, I'd, I'd kind of walk over to them and they're already doing this. <laughs> you know, the, the kind of pigeon yeah, chest a little, come on. Come yeah. on! And yeah, all right, guys. You, you know, zip your fly up. I can already see the micro penis peeking out. Um, so I'd, I'd, I'd kind of go up to these guys and be like, "What are you doing? You're not allowed to close the car park off." 
we are kind yeah. of because it's permission from the council and our car park so yeah. we can do we are whatever <laughs> exactly so as you've just you know broken the law which isn't technically true but they are idiots so um yeah, as yeah, you've just broken the law um i'm gonna be uh giving all your details on to the police and you'll be uh you'll be caught up with soon that's i'm not moving i'm not moving you haven't called anyone that's fine so i'd go right round to the front of the car get my phone yeah. out and just stand there like this yeah <laughs> yeah so we've had a, a a couple of people who've just committed i'd, I'd make up some kind of legal sounding terminology terminology yeah. they, they've just had a couple of people that have broken section five of the uh, public access code which is not a real thing i just made it up um so yeah what do you need uh license plates yeah and i just stand there and go yeah just read off the license plate and then most of the times they kind of they kind of get they, they get in the car and go we'll be back yeah probably not <laughs> but the, the, the step up from that is because at that time i'm already working with the police you know i'm already developing the rep uh, as it were um so if they if they really kind of annoyed me or if they had done any crimes that i wanted to uh uh you know pay some kind of social justice warrior stuff with yeah um i i would call in a drug search of the car uh <laughs> so the the police would pull them over hit the seats no, I... out rip the lining off and whatnot <laughs> just ruin their car oh yeah oh yeah and uh... <laughs> they look up and you're there on one of the rooftops <laughs> uh yeah but the, uh, nice the, the the story i wanted to tell you about the the reason this kind of does the job for me is so it's it's middle of autumn Late nights yeah. are drawing in. It's particularly gross, windy, rainy weather. Mm. And so I've lifted up the big, thick metal barrier. And uh, it's maybe like, I don't know, I've not measured. So 12 to 15 feet in length. It's yeah. about half a foot thick. Uh, and it's solid. It's not hollow. Um, mm. So in, and it's rattling around at the top. I've got a car, car park full. They are full. Right. So, yeah. again, didn't count, but on average, uh, maybe maybe 80 to 100 people there. Yeah. And I'm, but, I'm kind of shouting at them, time to clear off now. And you get in all the usual, eh, off, yeah. all right, yeah. whatever. Next thing I hear is this kind of blood curdling squeal, like whoever it was, it oh, was God. this kind of dramatic nonsense. And then I got a boom right on the top of my head. The barrier oh, had blown. Oh, just drops. Jesus. And like, for as manly as I'm trying to appear, it hurt a lot. But, you know, to to try and to keep the keep the keep the image going, whatever it was, I stood there and carried on. Yeah, clear off, clear off. (laughs) One went, two more cars went. They all went after that. They all went. (laughs) So the key is self-harm <laughs> absolutely absolutely i want i wandered right back into the store and threw up everywhere everywhere <laughs> jesus <laughs> was i mean I'm, if it was a looney tunes a looney tunes sketch i imagine it just sort of coming down on you instead of sort of like staying on top of your head it would just the shape of it would just move around you <laughs> well it'd be a bar that was straight and then went went, went around your entire body whilst you didn't move <laughs> oh mate for want of a slightly less carry-on sounding phrase if you were to feel the top of my head, 
Yeah. There is there is a slight it's indent on, on the right, a slight indent on the right side. Oh, wow. uh, like this is this is relatively flat, but it's there's a there's a slight indent just in this area. Um, Holy hell, that's which, coming down. You know, abductive reasoning being what it is, may have been there before. I didn't spend a great deal of time at that age doing doing this all day. You know, I didn't. Have, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I I didn't. But after the fact that. That, that yeah, that was there. Yeah. yeah so good evening. Good evening to, uh, to to Jennifer. It is. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. There's refresh in the house. Uh, messing with petty crooks is such a delight. It really is. It really is. <laughs> love from India. Uh, love right back to India. Right back at you. Um, can you? <laughs> P.S. Can you pronounce my name? <laughs> Go for it. Uh, probably not. I think is the uh, the the. I could pronounce your last name, which is Patel, um, but I, I'll give you the spelling. See if you can have a go, go as well. It's it's D H Y E Y. D H Y E Y. I'm gonna go with J. 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 I'm gonna go with J. J. Is it J? I'm not waiting in silence now. For <laughs> he may have gone. I mean, who knows? Right. I'm going to go for day. You're going to go for day. Day. Drum roll, please. Now we really are just waiting on you. Yeah, we're just just going to wait. We're just just going to wait. This is what the podcast is all about tonight, folks. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Patel is our special guest this evening. And I, I, did you see how I circumnavigated the whole name thing again by calling him Mr. Patel, but in in discreetly (laughs) showing that I was being respectful. Um, uh, hi, uh, hi, Ben and Adam from Peter. Peter says, hey. Um, Hello, Peter. <laughs> uh, Jennifer's going to sit and listen to us and slowly digest the mountains of food that she has consumed. Yeah, bravo. That's, that sounds that's the fair play. pretty grand, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, good on you. I mean, the digesting part, I'm sure we'll make it more audible torture for you um, with our <laughs> humour. Um, <laughs> she won't hear us. She's in and probably like, white noise of edible heaven right now yeah do you hear anything when you've got a full stomach or do you just hear oh oh, oh god oh, you hear you hear every sort of misgiving lie deceitful <laughs> <laughs> thing you've ever thought <laughs> come upon you should realize there was a, it, now. <laughs> reminds me of a, a kind of a louis ck riff you know forgetting the uh the related actions of Mr. K- Mr. CK just for a second, but he was he was talking <laughs> about uh, his weight and when he went to the doctors. This was one of his old old shows. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the doctors said something. It turned out it's like, at what point do you stop eating? You know, how much have you con- consumed up until the point that you that you get full? And he looks at him and goes, "I don't stop eating when I'm full. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't stop eating when I'm full. I stop eating when I hate myself." <laughs> it is emotional roller coaster though isn't it like right. you have a good meal and whilst you're in that meal you're like you're having a mint time aren't you you're just sort of like you're in your pure any any sort of good feeling you've got will come out then whilst you're eating it and whatever problem you have will completely disappear once you've hit that full level it all comes rushing back to oh, you. Oh god! And you, you remember everything you wanted to do with your life and hadn't done. <laughs> <laughs> and you I was going to do all those sit-ups later. Oh god! <laughs> do you remember the Why time that we? The way I look. Do you remember the time we went to Panasia? I think it was for one of our birthdays. Yours or mine doesn't matter. But the the time we went to Panasia and you ate so much that you did throw up. Throw up. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and a weather spoons <laughs> after. 
I remember sort of, yeah, I think it was your birthday. And I think we had a few people out from from work. And I think it might have been Tom, actually. Tom might have been there. And uh, I was talking to him in Weatherspoons. And you know when you sort of realise, yeah, I'm, I'm something's it's happening. Coming back. Something's yeah. coming back up. And you're still trying to maintain a conversation with someone whilst trying to, you know, not let them know that you are on the precipice of vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going slowly whiter and whiter and looking for the perfect social moment to say like is it i'm just gonna I, and i couldn't find it so i think i was just like yeah i'll be two seconds <laughs> <laughs> i think that was in pan asia it's a challenge though isn't it you can yeah. have your plateful and still go for like five more platefuls and it's oh, yeah. only when you hit dessert that you realize after that now i was full about three platefuls ago <laughs> <laughs> and my body knew this but you do it anyway. You do it anyway. Yeah. You do it anyway. Emotional qualities are antagonistically <laughs> reasoning. I did not observe that I was full. No, you did not. Um, but but yeah, in terms of um, in terms of the kind of global aspects uh, of this that's been brought up anyway, it's it's quite nice in terms of the topic that I uh, that I brought for discussion this evening. Uh huh would be one of those that I consider, so this is just my opinion, that yeah. I consider to be uh, an overlooked aspect of information that can be conveyed through a verbal content. And it is things like um, accent, slang mm. words, and the way that they can chop and change dependent upon your travel, dependent upon where you're from, the kind of training yeah. that you've been through and the like. Because, I, you know, I find it interesting that, like, when you look at all of the different regions within the UK, that mm. if somebody starts speaking to you with a Brummy accent, which for those of our uh, international audience, a Brummy is yeah. um, somebody from Birmingham. I'm trying to think of a famous Brummy. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne is probably the more famous Brummy. If you're familiar with the band Slade, um, who did one of the single yeah. most annoying Christmas songs of all time? Um, <laughs> it was That's the only uh, song they've ever done to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Gone into obscurity. Yeah, a, a, a Naughty Holder, the le the lead singer. He's also a very infamous Brummy, but you immediately ascribe mm. them some sense of stupidity, or like uh, <laughs> based on absolutely nothing bear in mind yeah. other than just the the noise that's coming out of their face absolutely um, it, it's it, you can't really sort of put a pin in it can you like i suppose everybody outside of stoke-on-trent when ever, anybody ever talks about stokey sometimes we can get a name for ourselves can't we in just being associated with stoke it's like oh yeah i've been to stoke you've got some characters there i'm just like well yeah so is everywhere else <laughs> right. Oh, you're describing the uniqueness yeah, of Earth. The only place with characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Everywhere no, else no, is boring. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, duck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Brilliant. <laughs> nice yeah. one. Yes, yes. Well done. <laughs> I actually, um, I made a, I made a joke about that earlier to myself uh, because I'm out uh, doing some uh, additional clips for the uh, the situational awareness team so i've got me yeah. uh, i've got me camera glasses on and whatnot and um this guy came up to me and asked me where the exit sign was and uh, i was like yeah it's, it's just over there mate he was like oh yeah thank you very much 
Oh, you're very welcome. And uh, on you go, which if you look at it from a statement analysis perspective, yeah, sounds like a perfectly pleasant conversation. Perfectly pleasant. Yeah. But the uh, the tone combined with his facial expression, he looked like he was going to murder me to death. <laughs> which which I, I is the average kind of Stokey. It's the yeah. average Stokey. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you don't get the kind of, oh, morning, oh, God, a beautiful day. How are we doing? You're okay? How's it going? Yeah, oh, you yeah, could be better. That kind of, it doesn't happen. Right. You, know, you get the uh, morning. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah? Oh, I'm all right. Yeah, it's fine. If they're extra nice, they'll slap you in the face and stab you in the heart. It's it's a part and parcel of uh, the manners around here. Yeah, that's that's actually the hashtag that references our local tourist board. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's which, it, it is weird though, isn't it? Because yeah. like, how, what takes us to a place of where we look at these people and make those associations? Like, mm. is it something preset in us? Do we have some sort of an idea of what a what a brummy characteristic should be like? Because I that, not just like brummies, like there's other areas which have oh, God, yeah. sort of a renowned kind of status. Yeah, I can't sort of pinpoint why I would hear that and think sometimes like, oh, oh, it's one of them. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily thinking of, you know, famous people who no. I can think of coming from there or any particular incident or event that would say, well, that's why I think that. It's just, it jumps to mind immediately. Like, at work, there's a, there's a guy, I think he's, he's Wolverhampton, Wolverhampton or Birmingham, but both a yam yam. Do they call yeah. that yam yam? Where they go yam yam? Yam or oid Immediately go straight to where's yam yam? Come on, yam yam. Where's where's yam 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 gone? And it's just like, well, technically, you could just go where's you know where's the stokey gone? Where's the oat cake? <laughs> <laughs> where's the oat cake? Where's the oat cake? Which, <laughs> which is interesting as well because uh, I I think Jennifer will probably be able to confirm this or not, but I think yams uh, in America. Are, are sweet are sweet potatoes? I think that's the case. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not hundred percent on this. Maddie will know because she's a she's a foodie. Oh. But uh, uh, I I think I think that's the case. Uh, oh, yeah, right. so, where you know where where are the sweet potatoes? But that that comes from the the, the kinds of uh, uh, ways that the Brummies butcher butcher their language and that's yeah. you know joking aside that's one of the reasons why i've i took as many classes that i had in uh in my vocal training because i i wanted to be employable <laughs> you know the stuff it, it's it's, it is it's you don't wow. necessarily see a lot of people like you watch a show like the apprentice or dragon's den uh, and a lot of the people the successful ones aren't necessarily always um like from vague areas with mm. a certain dialect it, they're kind of like a certain characteristic of how you might hear someone from a certain country who is in the upper class area yeah and then you think like i suppose it's kind of drilled into us isn't it like mm. success versus mm. and it, it shouldn't be as well no, that's the thing it shouldn't be yeah, uh, and it's it's another one and of why, those biases that seems like, to be pushed at us. Why is it still yeah. like that? It makes doesn't make sense, does it? God knows. There's, God knows. There's a lot of people when again, like the show, like The Apprentice, that comes on, and you get certain uh, clients or contestants coming on, and immediately the one who sounds the most common is the mm -hmm. one who ends up quickly on Twitter or Facebook in some kind of GIF or meme 
And it's just like, that's got nothing to do with them as a professional. It's got everything to do with them, uh, how they look, vocally, how they sound. Yeah. It's just mad, isn't it? Yeah. But where does that come from in our brains? Where do we make those connections? Are we just sort of, is it built into us or is it something that is just inherently sort of part of our culture that much that we can't knock it? That millennials haven't sort of tackled this one yet. <laughs> the millennials, that's the, that's the last thing to tackle. Accents, yeah, because that's that's high on the list. <laughs> just just push aside your gender identity dysphoria. Uh, uh, we'll get uh, down we'll, there eventually. We'll, we'll, we'll sort out the people from Bristol versus the people from Yorkshire. Let's 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 take care of that debacle first of all. <laughs> but it is, it's right, you know. Yeah. We we hear somebody like Tom Hiddleston speak and we automatically assume he's posh yeah uh, you know but like i've mentioned him a few times bill bailey if you were to just listen to bill Mm. bailey and then watch a video of of him afterwards the two don't really match Mm. they they don't they don't really match and that's that's the nature of this kind of conversational bias to be honest, we it's it's one of the roots into that kind of block towards a rational process of something like there may be. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, of an international equivalent, um, uh, like the quintessential cheerleader tone, or yeah. the 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 country bumpkins from South America, like Cletus from The Simpsons. Exactly. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. They 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 have their own uh, uh, stereotypes. As a result, yeah. we automatically hear that typical cheerleader tone where everything at the end sounds like a question, and it keeps going up, and we automatically assume that these people are really stupid. Based yeah. based on what? That's um, a reflective yeah, exactly. notion of our own emotional biases, which should tell us how we can control yeah. ourselves on a behavioural level to rationally process the precise details yeah. of what it is that they're talking about. I think uh, cinema has a lot to play uh, in things like this because a lot of our culture is in a film world. It's uh, your American Pies. It's your mm. you know your sort of like jackass. Uh, TV series, that sort of things, and they all came together to create uh, caricatures of people. Mm. From is it, is it like a, a, a vocal racism? Oh, yeah, all you people sound the same. Exactly. Yeah, with us, it's like EastEnders and Coronation Street. Yeah. Northerners would consider stupid. EastEnders yeah. uh, made Southerners look villainous. Yeah. It was just sort of we basically caricatured ourselves, and it's through the power of sort of like like cinema like through mm. tv through uh how we sort of view ourselves and put that out in the media so in yeah. a way we sort of only have ourselves to blame <laughs> it's sort of like a, a cycle into it? it's yeah, like it's an issue you say that about every kind of problem though yeah <laughs> we've only got it. ourselves to blame yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an it's an issue of identity really isn't it because yeah. like yeah. it's sort of a misinformed identity it is but at the same time it's it too is. hard a established identity that's still being broken down it is it yeah, is. Absolutely. And on the other side of that, in, mm. in terms of the not just the information it can tell us from uh, from a processing angle, from how we're reading the the, the information that's communicated to us, what we can yeah. get from uh, just listening 
to the words that are said, you know. I I've spent many many years listening to accent tapes and accent trainers and vocal coaches and mm. the like and this is why I'm so fond of just trying the accent out. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'll be good at doing it, but in order for me to learn the differentiation between the two, the way I rationalize the understanding of that is it's like learning another language. You know? Yeah. Am I am I going to truly understand the tones of a brummy without seeing how they feel in my own face so I can recognize particular movements, you know? Mm. When I first started looking at lip reading uh, and the like, I'm going very niche now at the minute, but when I, when I first started looking at uh, lip reading, uh, I, I could pull apart a couple of accents just from how they were moving their lips because I, I tried to do it myself. You know, it was oh. thing, things like um, things like the Bristol accent or, or the West Country again, yeah. which is uh, you know things like uh, David Prowse, uh, the the guy that was the actual human the in the suit of yeah. uh, of Darth Vader, which uh, which if you don't know, um, if they had have actually used his voice, it would have been oh the force is stronger. Listen, all right, my <laughs> love, uh, he's a traitor with a rebel alliance, and <laughs> we need to do. We need to basically do Star Wars, right? With the that's, actual David Prowse voice. Absolutely, <laughs> that should be a thing, and it'd be bloody hilarious. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the Wurzels doing the soundtrack instead of like John Williams. Um, but yeah, that and, and it wasn't until that I first started looking at all right, uh, all right, my yeah. love, and this kind of is uh, this sort of repression in the lips. That yeah. I understood how that moved in certain words so I could recognize it in terms of lip reading. It's a very niche example, but mm. this is how I wanted to start learning uh, learning different accents uh, because for what I do, it's it's handy to not go, all right, it's handy to go, now let me, let me think about a phrase just before I just start my lips moving. It's handy to be able to go, this person is from Glasgow, then they are Scottish. It's handy to go, this person is from uh, uh, Leeds or Derby versus they're from no northern parts of Stoke, you know, the yeah. north of England. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, because there are distinct tonal differences in Absolutely. that. When, yeah. when I first started looking at things like the Scotch accent, um, there's, uh, I think you'll, uh, you'll remember Brian, uh, who, who we yeah. used to work with. Um, so when, when their, uh, their R's are followed, uh, are like a kind of second or third in words, like even the name Brian, it comes from Brian. And I, I, the way I first started to look at that in terms of the voice was how he'd say his R's afterwards. And when they were <laughs> behind certain words or not, yeah, uh, I, it it would kind of sound in my head like he was going badum, badum, badian, badian, badian. And so I went when I would first start to hear these kinds of noises. Brian yeah. was from Edinburgh, um, he from that kind of not neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, I think he spent some time living in Inverness as well, which is which is two kind of very, very different parts. But that mm. ad, 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 ad sound when you get bra, bra, you know, bra. Yeah. It was really proud, proud of it. You know, that's that's the way I was able to track these kind of accents through this da da kind of noise. So yeah. instead of going, are you Scottish? I'd say things like, have you, have you ever spent any time in Inverness? 
Uh, and, yeah. and it, it provides you a much more accurate profile because if you know a little bit about the the culture of the surroundings, what goes on in Inverness, what is possible to go on in Inverness, any any particular statistics that go on in Inverness, then I've already got a kind of basis to work yeah. with, not a solid one at this stage, because it's very thin, as uh, as Riggs and Murtar would say, because I've only listened to a noise come out of his face midway yeah. through one word. But when, you've already it, got an idea of where to start. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, like, even... You've got just a general even, idea, like, oh, he's just from Scotland. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, like... This is this is why whenever it is that I mean I've not learned as many Amer- American accents as I should, mostly because I can't I can't find any decent um, decent accent tapes uh, that, okay. that help you understand. The accent tapes are great because they provide you like a series of things like uh, the cat sat on the mat, the rain yeah. in Spain falls mainly on the plain. These these types of phrases. Uh, yeah. There was one that was hilarious that I listened to. It was a, it may as well have been a haiku thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it just sounded like a series of spy codes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the rain is heavy on the east coast. <laughs> is it <laughs> what? What is happening right now? <laughs> do, I, do I have to accept admission within five seconds? <laughs> Are you Red Fox? What? <laughs> Do you have the dossier? What? <laughs> a couple of a uh, couple of comments coming in now. Uh, accents have strong uh, stereotypes associated with them. They do. Um, American TV makes accents much stronger. Um, yours, as in ours, and our own, as in theirs. Yeah. Is Probably that, is that still, what is that? Because I've always been confused why there's some shows that will do that for an audience. Well, the vast majority of shows will do that. Is that to is it for the character or is it for the audience? Do they do that to stereotype the character in a way like you know what area of America they're from? They don't, they don't just have a hint of that or a hint of this. Mm. They're specifically from that area. They're specifically, you know, Boston. They're specifically mm. uh, towards, you know, Texas or something like that, but they can't find a middle ground. They do seem to sort of establish a very thick, yeah. accent and stronger accent with the character British characters that come on beforehand uh, you know it, in some shows it's very stereotypical so, oh hello yeah. I'm from Britain <laughs> uh, not the Britain that I live in you know <laughs> if you ever watch SNL uh, if ever they do a skit which involves a Brit- British person now they've involved incorporated more dialects from around yeah uh, England, but they're very sort of, you know, Northern is basically Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm nothing, John Snow. Snow. Yeah. You know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. And then yeah. London is just basically Chav. So it's just like, well, why? Tanya, Tanya Campbell's made a, made an interesting point uh, in the chat of doing East London versus North London. Ah. Right, you know? Yeah. That's, that's like... Yeah starkly different you know because if you listen to somebody like uh um i'm struggling to think of anyone other than the person that i listened to before this daniel ratcliffe Mm. daniel ratcliffe has got the most conventional london kind of accent in the world right yeah it's 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 just sort of average everyday 
run of the mill London. Yeah. Whereas, you know, somebody like um, Tom Hardy has flavors of the mm-hmm. East. His training comes out uh, a lot of the times. But when he starts to, I was like, I was watching a, an interview uh, in preparation for this that he did with uh, him and Andy Serkis with Aussie Man, which is which is a great, a great interview. You should watch it anyway because it's funny. Um, <laughs> but like uh, Tom lets these links, he's, uh, things like, yeah, all right, guys. <laughs> things like, all right, guys. And again, yeah. And again, when just a, as a kind of PSA for the people that are listening slash watching the, uh, to this. I'm very well aware that the accents that I do and try won't be spot on. Um, very well aware of that. So you can feel free to drag me over the coals if you wish, but I'm already aware of this. It will not <laughs> stop me doing them anyway. Just to, put, just to put you out of your misery there, that won't happen. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 I mean, that's, that's a great point about the size of an individual yeah. county, that it can come with different accents uh, Absolutely, yeah. In, in that particular area as well. So, in terms of learning these, my mm. my kind of uh, uh, advice should this be a way that you're looking to go, uh, because it is, in all actuality, a fairly niche thing to be able to do. It is, yeah, right. It is. It's uh, it's one of those things that's like the uh, the, the 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 cherry on top of the behavioural analysis cake. Um, yeah, oh, T- Tanya thinks I'm good at the accent. Thanks, Tanya. That's a bribe well spent. I mean, uh, that's a placement well spent. Uh, I... <laughs> cheers, geese. <laughs> yeah, cheers, geese. All right, mate. Um, so, I, I, there are some tips from vocal coaches that you can go through in order to try and learn an accent yourself. I think that's the best way to do it. Because you're going to make sense of the tones, the movements, the words, the flow, the volume Mm. at times, you know, the average Australian person and half of my family is Australian. So I feel very kind of comfortable saying this. The average Australian person when in a group or out and about will be very comfortable being quite loud. You know, it would be like us talking at this particular kind of volume, you know, like we're just yeah. trying to talk a little bit higher than a speaker that's just over there. Not that we're shouting or yeah. anything, but just that we're just trying to talk a bit higher um, yeah. than, than, uh, than, the, than the average kind of situation. But this is throughout all time. And this is all of my family that's over there. They live in Adelaide. This is all of the Australians that I've met as a result. My Australian students, I'm not counting them because when I speak to them, they're inside their house anyway. So it's, uh, (laughs) it's, it's never a case like they, uh, they're they're taking a, taking a lesson when they're out and about doing stuff. So I'm, I'm not counting them uh, within, within that faction. So the, the, the first thing that you're advised to do is just listen, just listen to it. You know, for the people that have been listening to this podcast for so long, Mm. you'll you'll have a good understanding of of average english and the like you know with with twangs of stokey because we don't sound like your average stokey you know uh like like joe lysett would say because we're born better uh (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry stokeys sorry run Run now they're outside with pitchforks and okay um, see that sounds like a terrible kind of rock tribute band we are pitchforks and oatcakes um, <laughs> and if it's not then we should be pitchforks we and should be we should yeah. be doing that 
the uh, the next thing <laughs> that they that they advise you to do is uh, they refer to it as as placement and oral posture, placement Ooh. and oral posture. So it's a case of over enunciating every kind of sound that you are hearing to see where your tongue would move, where your jaw would move, where your lips would move. Try and make the accent that you're looking to learn yeah. the accent that would appear in a Britney Spears video. You know, as she used to go, oh, baby, baby, how was I? <laughs> Trying to be all kind of alluring to the camera. And you're like, yeah. Britney, love, are you having a stroke? What's happening? Um, <laughs> Do you need medical assistance? Do you need medical assistance? <laughs> well, it uh, turns out yeah, that's a different so, story. Tanya's uh, dropped some uh, more information about the uh, the London-based accents. Uh, where are we? She's from North London, but North London versus North West London is different. More money in the North West London, so better spoken. Oh. Which, right? Which could be one of the reasons why these are the things that push in our opinions of certain kind of accents. Yeah. You know, this is why I'm very often accused as being posh. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to be. And if you ever met me, you'd know that I'm big, fat, not posh whatsoever. <laughs> my, my entire outfit that I'm wearing currently costs less than a fiver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, it costs less than a fiver if I did that. <laughs> right? Now, now all the Stokies are like, he has a fiver. He has a fiver. <laughs> Let's mug him. Let's get him on the way to the bus stop. <laughs> me and me and Phoebe had kind of like a kind of like a, a, a deductive moment with the average uh, you know Stokey outside that's that's asking for money. Uh, we we went to Costa a couple of days ago before she went to a horse riding class, and there was okay. a guy outside um, asking people people for money. Uh, <laughs> there's a little part of me that always wants to go like, "Have you got any spare change?" No, whilst shaking a wallet full of coins and have them have them look at you funny. I was, I've got change, just none of it's spare. And then just kind of walk off shaking my big bag of change. Um, that's 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 all I really wanted to do with that. Um, but yeah, so we were we were there, and um, she, Phoebe's to her to her empathic credit, when we walked in, she was like, "Oh, I always feel quite bad for for those guys that haven't really got enough money." So I, I stepped back and was like. Phoebes, look at the difference. He has a mobile phone, which will either have to be run through pay as you go, or he's got a contract, right? Mm. He has a bike that's over there, and he is currently drinking from a cup of Costa. So the guy <laughs> has literally just bought a Costa coffee. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing okay. He's, he's, he's doing fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the um, the the next the next step um, with with the accents would be spontaneous speech, to just start talking in the accent. Essentially, mm. what you're trying to do is inhabit this information in a different way than you were inhabiting it before, because it's quite separate and is the reason why you can't do it. Because the accent, the noise exists over here. In order for you to rationalise the difference, you need to put it in here and understand yeah. how it feels to be able to do that you know we might yeah, have fired yeah. a water pistol at some point in our lives and automatically assume that we'd be a good shot with a gun if we ever got a hold of one when the two don't really correlate yeah. at <laughs> all at all right yeah so 
he, he, this is why I'm, I'm such a big fan of trying out accents. I, when uh, when uh, I looked at the, the, the Welsh accent, the, the only word I could do with any great deal of success was boyo. <laughs> that's that's the only word I could do hey, is boy, boy, oh. boy uh, you, and you, I can't do a Geordie accent. That's so like I quite enjoy sort of trying out different accents in the area. And sometimes, like when you're thinking, you'll think in those accents sometimes, and you're sort of like if you're doing something comical in your head, and you'll yeah. you'll use those to to affect. But one thing I could never do is do Geordie. And I remember being in the car with you once, and you trying to help me do the Geordie accent. And you're like, think of Anton Deck, like, why iPad? And it was just coming out as like Irish, as like, like, oh, why iPad? I was like, no, you're doing Irish. What? Why iPad? Why iPad? <laughs> like, no, you still have you. <laughs> but, but you hit upon a salient point of doing that though, because the yeah. the a, the atypical Geordie accent, they have the the T at the end. Yeah, but it has an additional like kind of H sound afterwards. Why I pet or a pet uh, yeah. and, and the like. It, it, it has that kind of noise. I'm trying to think if there's any kind of famous Geordies beyond Anton Deck uh, that people can. Um, the, Sarah, I mean, Sarah Millican. That's the one. Sarah Millican. She, yeah, she's a she's a stand up comic in the UK. Uh, which uh, you know, if 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 you're of an international persuasion, um, <laughs> Tanya pointing out, Anton Deck barely sound Geordie nowadays. Anyway, <laughs> that's the case of all the money, <laughs> and it's the case of all the money they have. But uh, all that jungle they've been sucking. Yeah, I mean, do, yeah. do, you, do yourself the favor that if you do Google Anton Deck, just Google Deck. Maybe don't Google Ant. You'll 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 get you'll get several pages of just the worst kind of storylines. Um, oh god, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Nail. Jimmy Nail was another one. Yes. Well, oh, that, that reminds me of a, of the TV show that you uh, Alfida's ain't pet because then that's uh, that's Kevin Wheatley as well was another yeah. one. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know the guy's name, but he played the uh, the, the kind of uh, I, I don't know if it would be full drag queen, but it was a man that dressed as Tim. a woman in Benidorm. Yeah, Tim. No. Tim nice something. Yes. Nice but dim, Tim. Went out with, isn't uh, his, his son in a band? That, that's very, that's very unspecific. Absolutely <laughs> no idea. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> his son was in a band. His son was in a band. 1979, is that the one? Uh, like, you could say anything right now, dude. I haven't got a clue. No, right. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. I'm sure it was Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't it that band say... uh, Pitchforks and Oatcakes? Wasn't it that one? <laughs> Could have been that. I'm just going to say the name Tim again. <laughs> Tim. Yeah, Tim. Tim. Good old yeah. Tim. <laughs> Denise Welch's husband. <laughs> yeah, Denise Welch's husband. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's the one. Everybody knows her. Next, come on, man. Girl. Dog. <laughs> Tim. Tim. <laughs> She's such a. She's such a glory hog. She keeps coming over like every time I'm working. Oh, put me on the camera, Daddy. Put me on the camera. <laughs> no, ain't gonna happen. Um, yeah, an But Sorry. keep keeping that keeping that going forward as well. The way that accents can start to merge and blend with others yeah. that would that would again pro provide us with a, a unique frame of reference for information yeah. that this can tell us. Take for example. 
the 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 average everyday run of the mill American, when referring mm. to their friends, would not say mate. Mm. Unless, yeah. unless they either have a British friend or know a British person, have known them for a great length of time, or yeah. have spent some time in the UK. Now, again, if you, if you listen to um, other kinds of vocal coaches um, that, that specifically look at changing your accent on a permanent basis, mm. uh, they advise exposure and repetition. Accents can change over three to four weeks of doing this uh, every day, but accents in terms of a change permanently, you're yeah. looking at six months. Six wow. months. And so there was... Um, there was a guy that I've not seen him for a good long while. Um, I think you met him as well. Uh, we, we hung out with Luke in Scotland. Um, he was, uh, he, he may have been there. You may have gone back home for a job interview, actually. Um, no, you met Luke. You met Luke yeah. in London when we did the, um, when we yes, did the, the show. Yes. 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 Yeah. So um, American guy, but uh, his words had started to change and sounds and he, he used things like mate frequently. He'd been over yeah. in the country for months at that particular period, re period, repetitive exposure to these sounds had changed yeah. and the way that he, was start that he was starting to speak. And yeah. th this would again provide us with uh, with a time frame, with a time scale to try mm. and align this kind of information. Now, in terms of that that six month reference, the uh, the information that I have is based upon speaking English um, uh, fluently. You either speak English fluently or you are English, right? Yeah. Which which is uh, which is a transient change dependent upon the language that is your mother tongue or you speak fluently anyway, because when you are looking to pick up, um, uh, let's say, a Korean accent for example, yeah. a wildly different language to, to English, wildly so. Um, yeah. the, the learning curve for picking up those kind of tones would be more because the, the language uh, uh, specifics change around that. So you get a, 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 a more detailed timeline in terms of mm. their exposure to these sounds that have taken it to, to, to change how they speak as a yeah. result, right? It's this, this information is everywhere yeah absolutely everywhere everywhere and, and it, it, go on what were you going to say i'd say an interesting person to look at is the actor charlie hunnam who was in Sons of Anarchy, i believe yeah uh, if you look up an interview with him online it's kind of yeah but it's impossible sometimes to tell where where he's supposed to be from you can't yeah. tell what his original accent supposed to be because he's a mix of southern australian uh, so, yeah, sorry, Southern England, Australian, American, and Geordie. But then he's yeah. a, also a fine mixture of those when he speaks. He yeah. seems to sort of like go through them like that. <laughs> yeah. Like one, one of his first public appearances was in Biker Grove. Really? Yeah. Flipping it. Was he full Geordie then? Full Geordie. And like, just, just to give you context, if you don't know, uh, Biker Grove was also the start for Anton Deck. It was, uh, wasn't as, it? As well, also the start for Anton Deck. Yeah. But just to give you again another idea of how accents can change, um, Hugh Dancy, the the guy who is within this kind of small nerdy niche that we have here, is most yeah. infamous for being uh, the the lead in the TV show Hannibal. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a Stokey. No way. Yeah, he's a Stokey. He was he's from Newcastle. What the hell? Right? That's crazy. Didn't know that. 
right? <laughs> that's that's, that's right. the that's the kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, he's been out of wow. Stoke for a good long yeah, while, yeah. so his accent's changed. But this is the this is the kind of uh, way that you can understand the uh, the the differences between the two. When I was listening to yeah. Daniel Ratcliffe earlier, he he was uh, talking about his American accent and how apparently when he speaks in his American accent, he sounds like he's from Ohio. And I, like I, I have no idea of what the specifics of uh, of an Ohio accent is, but yeah. this is him being told by others uh, who are American that that's that's what he sounds like, and so right. he spoke about the the kind of um, weird coincidences around that, like um, Christopher Columbus, not the guy that discovered America, the the film director. Director, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, if that were the case, there'd be a, a very old picture of Harry Potter getting older uh, in a in a cupboard somewhere. Um, but the, the 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 director of the first two films, when Harry's yeah. you know first growing up, first coming into contact with a, a good number of of international folks on those film sets, he's from Ohio. Uh, like right, ha- ha- Harry's girlfriend at the minute is from Ohio. Uh, and I realized that since I first mentioned, I've been referring to him as Harry Potter. And, you know, if Mr. Ratcliffe, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but I can take great comfort in the fact that you're never going to hear this. So uh, <laughs> happy days. One of the, like, the moving tomorrow. on from that, Gary Oldman. <laughs> Gary Oldman is a guy that becomes so consumed with his accents that if you mm. watch an interview with him, he's forgotten how to be English at times. Yeah. <laughs> There's moments where I think in the early 90s, he did a lot of work in uh, America. And that's when he sort of like became well-known or more so well-known. We knew him over here first as the yeah. English actor. And then Gary uh, Newman, the Gary Newman. <laughs> Gary, Old- <laughs> Gary Newman, very different <laughs> Gary. Gary, Newman. Gary. <laughs> Gary, Old- Gary Oldman, the worldwide known actor. Yeah. Uh, everyone thought he was American. Same with Christian Bale as well. He's yeah. similar. In the sense, uh, I think it was during American Psycho, he was talking in interviews and Batman Begins as well in, yeah. in American accents still. He would keep it. Yeah. And it's sort of like, it's. It, I know it, that is a thing commonly known amongst mm. actors, isn't it? Like they stay in yeah. accents. But another interesting one, Johnny Depp, who um, obviously Captain Jack Sparrow mm. brought out the, uh, the English accent mm. within him and he, you know, uh, perfected that quite well. Uh, and how he did it, but at, around that time he also grew a liking not for just English things, well, but British for French culture. things. Yeah, the British culture, uh, and yeah. then he uh, France became an interest yeah. to him as well. Uh, and even though he has never done a role that involved France uh, or f- doing anything specifically mm-hmm. French in a film, uh, he's adapted some little yeah, yeah. things about that, and that's outside of work. So that must be spending time over. In his vineyard in France, 100%. dealing with people in France, yeah, exactly. and it's got a vineyard it's in France. In. Yeah, you know? and something he's been around people long enough, not being trained to do it, and it must be sinking in some way or other. Exactly. This is why I consider this information to be the most looked over uh, that it could in terms of giving us, you know, uh, deductive nourishment. Yeah. Right. If if you want to think of it that way, there is a specific theory. Uh, uh, well, it's it's referred to as a theory, but it's but it's an adoptive practice when you're looking at um, uh, the the kind of tactical applications of situational awareness. It's known as Greyman theory, 
Um, mm. And it's it's essentially the the effective way to blend into uh, blend into an environment, right? If you if you're going to blend into an environment with any great deal of success, then you yeah. need to be adopting its position. Um, so obviously, I'm looking at this in terms of, uh, of in terms of a tonality, uh, yeah. in, in terms of that. So like, if if for a reason, uh, I'm going to create a hypothetical now. If for a reason you were tasked with the security for a, uh, a hip-hop gig, for yeah. example, something like, uh, I'm not a hip-hop guy, so I'm picking on fairly obvious people, um, Eminem, 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg, yeah. Dr. Dre, these, these types of guys, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they come, as in their gigs, come with a culture, you know, a, 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 a horde of loyal following. That, that go to them they would they would speak in a particular way they would act in a particular way they would yeah rap back sing the songs get involved in a particular way whereas if there were um a guy in a suit um who was speaking to the people around him in quite an oh yes i do enjoy the music of uh, of dr dre although i would like to know where he got his phd <laughs> like this this is is uh, this is anti-gray man theory so if it is yeah. that you are tasked with awareness of the environment mm. these are the types of people that will stick out which is one of the reasons why to bring this back into reality that situational awareness as a training device is being mm. employed by the government on a national basis since the since the bombing at the Ariana Grande gig because there was um, a guy who mm. was completely contradictory to the demographic uh, of an Ariana Grande audience not that they not that you can't like Ariana Grande if you it's not about that right so don't yeah. start with that kind of 21st century nonsense yeah. he, he didn't he didn't fit the demographic and he was walking around with a backpack and he was walking erratically and spoke <laughs> differently to different people to different uh, people at uh, uh, stalls to different guards that he passed and the like and these are yeah. the types of things that were missed. Now, if you are aware of that kind of tonality change of what the type of people are that are being around you, you are more predisposed to being able to pick out those sore thumbs. Yeah. Just in the same way as when you hear an American person refer to their friend as mate, that should make your antenna antennae go. Doing, 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 doing. Yeah. What? Things are, yeah. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. That, are they, right, that, that sticks out, that sort of thing. I mean, it, do you think it's an issue, though, today with, I mean, the bombing uh, itself, like, you know, horrendously tragic, and I'm sorry that they didn't catch him before it happened, but we're also in an age where now um, there's all sorts of other social issues happening where they're saying that, you know, there are certain things that we can't look at people for and you know put them into a you know pigeon mm. they really say like pigeonholing and mm. putting them into a box and that sort of thing and a lot of people uh, say it's like it's racially aggravated and these days you can't say certain things because it would be saying that you know that person sticks out because of such and yeah, such yeah, yeah. Happen, and now we can't do that but do you think that also proposes another issue similar to uh you know those things that did stick out about the suspect Oh yeah, absolutely. Shouldn't be missed. We, but sometimes we're being told we should miss them, but then we shouldn't. But where we, where's the line? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, in in 
in terms of that, it's the the, the only kind of uh, transient property there is your is your is your position is your use why you are doing yeah. that because if you if you go back to that hypothetical you as the security security guard you're not going to go an asian man with a backpack get him <laughs> yeah that's 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 going to cause all manner of comments on on twitter uh, yeah. after the fact <laughs> i still come <laughs> back to to dave Chappelle's comment on that again not all of this yeah, transgender debate but like <laughs> someone you were you were you were slagged on twitter dave it's like, okay it's not a real place um <laughs> that's that's the that's the bit that can crap me up it's not a real place why, why does that even matter it's uh, another thing about comments uh, okay it's it's not a real place it doesn't matter <laughs> anyway uh, i'm i'm digressing in, in terms in terms of that kind of um uh information Mm. It would be about how you're utilizing it in that particular scenario. If you're, if you're thinking about, um, you know, the position of uh, uh, an, an Asian man with a backpack at a gig as being, mm. uh, as being concerning, then your first port of call is, I know there are bag checks at the door. So this person has got in with this bag, in an in a nefarious way that has happened for that bag to be there because yeah. they, they they don't allow certain bags over a particular size they're not yeah. handbags or you can't justify the kind of materials in or confiscation blah 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 you, you know you kind of go back to your bouncer training there um so that's that's kind of position number one in that scenario which would raise questions and if you're looking at the speech patterns uh, and the like you are well within your rights to go over and, and talk to this person uh, and and you, you can talk about uh, uh, security checks, ticket checks. Mm. Um, we're, we're, we're doing ticket checks in the area because we've had information of scalpers outside. So we're just checking that everyone's got their seats so we can sit down accordingly and make sure everyone has, has a, a, you know, has a, an enjoyable show, but they can be moving out in, in a health and safety angle so we don't get more numbers in here than we should because of fake tickets and the like. Yeah. Boom. I've I've kind of side sidetracked all of that, and I've not accosted him for any kind of, uh, uh, yeah, exactly for degradation, you know, yeah. or uh, you know, any any kind of biased based opinion. There's something that doesn't fit within this building that I'm in. I've checked it out. If it pans out, happy days. Go about your yeah. day. Move on, uh, and everyone else has an enjoyable time. But these are the things that aren't that that go invisible anyway right uh, that, that go invisible it's like the um the the anger of of offended people you know as, yeah. as soon as you start hearing uh the way that they speak normally change you're aware of emotional change so you're aware of uh details in their mood and how they're not thinking clearly at this particular moment so you know certain things that you do are going to irritate them more or you know certain things that you do might diffuse the situation and depending upon whether you're a mean person you might enjoy um <laughs> pouring pouring fuel on the fire just to watch how they twist in the wind um <laughs> but <laughs> I, I i thought the the applications uh, because the the understanding of these of these practices seem to be uh, really you know kind of obscure 
We mm. need to understand how they relate to everyday practice. And that's something that we've tried to do in every single podcast that looks at a particular skill, that looks at a particular kind of uh, a, a technique or, or yeah. thing to do to help your people reading. It's all very well and good going, well, I can recognize 143 different kinds of tobacco ash. Oh, great, Sherlock. What's the point? Right. But <laughs> Sherlock would be the kind of person who could tell you um, yeah. if, if you're like, I can recognize however many accents it is. What's the point? Well, this. Yeah. You know, if if I were tasked with blending into an environment, um, if I was in a, you know, a, a, a Scottish place or, or an American place or. I'm not going to walk around India doing a mock kind of Apuna Hasahima Petalon accent. I'd, I'd be thrown <laughs> in jail for that kind of thing. Uh, or an Australian accent and the like. These are yeah. steps that I could use to blend in with that environment. I could blend in as one of the people. I wouldn't stand out as the Englishman. Uh, you mm. know, this kind of thing. I, I, would, I would move in. And I'm telling you, the next time that... Uh, well, I'll give, I'll give you a story. I'll give you a story. Um, so uh, I used to trial run my accents just to okay. see how, how well or how believable they were. So if there was ever a stage where I had to go to a store and take something back or ask a waiter about something that they bought me or whatnot, um, I, I, would, I, would, I would try this because I yeah. wanted one of the situations where they had to reference me afterwards to see how they would reference me. Would it be as the big guy over there? You see that guy with the beard over there? You see that white guy over there? You see that guy yeah. with all the tattoos over there? whatever it is. So yeah. um, I, I would go in and the, um, the last one I did was, was a good few years ago, uh, but I, I still remember it quite clearly. Um, I, I, I was taking a DVD back to HMV. It was my, uh, it was my uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier DVD. This is even before yeah. I had a Blu-ray. That's, that's how long, it, uh, long ago it was. <laughs> um, so I walked back in and I was like, excuse me, mate, if you just have a look at the, the copy of the CD on here, there's a number of scratches. And, uh, What's up with that? You know, I, 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 I paid a few pounds for that. I, I realized it was on offer, but I want to watch the film, yeah. you know. And yeah. oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, no, it's all right. Just, just get me another out the back and we'll, we'll, we'll call it quits, you know. Um, and then I, I walked over to the side and when the guy bought it out the back, he was like, who's this for? He was like, oh, it's for that Scotch chap over there. <laughs> Right. Uh, because that's if it, it, it to me, the yeah. way again, the way I've rationalized this, I've not seen any social social science study on this to back it up. So this is just the way I've rationalized this just to clarify for everybody else that's out there. But the way I've rationalized that is it is the most indirectly direct way of describing somebody without seeming like you are falling into one of these oh black guy racist oh it's the uh, yeah. the woman over there sexist oh it's the this uh, transgender. Yeah. oh it, you're staying out you know, of it's, yeah, yeah you're just referencing a noise that you've heard and yeah then then i'm checking believability so i understand that okay this this is working so this is the way a scottish person must sound to this person here and they reference this quality so therefore yeah. this is a strongly heralded informational chain that goes through it yeah in terms of finishing off from this i'm not going to go through every kind of uh, uh, slang that can that can occur but certainly when you think of a particular region there mm. is slang that goes along with it. If you look at Aussie Man, every time he does an interview with uh, celebrities, he'll do a, a guess the Aussie slang, mate, um, kind of thing. Again, that was a terrible <laughs> yeah. Aussie accent. But uh, as I said to you earlier, I don't care. I'm going to still do it either way. That's what's going to happen. Um, 
Yeah, because <laughs> I, I think I think it should be split the difference between an Australia uh, an Australian accent and an Aussie man accent. <laughs> Those should be the difference because you know when he starts, oh good day, how you going, you big bloody beautiful bastards, like, and that that sounds more like Aussie man than uh, than my you know my kind of convivial Australian accent. Uh, he does a, He does a guess the Australian slang. My point being that yeah. each particular area has a um has a has a as an accomplished set of words that that have have grown up there like for us the first one you mentioned earlier is duck yeah right it's duck, yeah, yeah. duck, duck. buzz wind yeah what, what what do you think a couple of other stokey ones are that we should tell the people about oh what's another stokey one it's, it's shug is that a stokey one shug i i, I think shug's shug's an english one uh, shug's an english one per se wind wind cook book yeah, cook, book, Luke. Yeah. And instead of cook, and, book, yeah. and look. And uh, he was like, window is winder. Winder. Bus, bus is buzz. Buzz. Yeah. Buzz light, yeah. Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> we um, catch buzz. In, in, instead of I can't do that, it's I can't do that. Can't do uh, that. He, you're going he wouldn't. Somewhere, you're going up somewhere. Yeah, you're going up somewhere. If, yeah. uh, he, if he wouldn't do that, he want to do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and the like. And so far, we are the only place in England uh, that I've come across uh, again, uh, because at this stage I've pretty much been everywhere. Um, <laughs> like when you look at words like cool uh, and the yeah. like, we're the only part that refer to it as cool or school. Yeah, yeah, very cool. true. School yeah. and the like. <laughs> it's 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 gross. Which they say like um, you'd think. In certain words, they try to simplify things. Because school, that's quite a simple yeah. word to say. And yet, school. 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 Yeah. I'll cram another syllable in there. You watch. Yeah. Hold me beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've made it harder for yourselves. Why? Yeah. Hey, up, Doc. That's all right. That's it. All right. Yeah. Right. You, you like, what? Right, bro. Yeah. Inter- how are you all right? How are you doing? Right. Right. Right, Dave. Right, it's it's it, the, the kind of uh, uh, American equivalent would be sup. Yeah. Sup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. Hey, y'all. That's, that's the only one. That's the one for Stoke, anyway. But uh, um, see if you can guess this one. Uh, jokes. If I said that party was jokes. Is that is that Southern? Is that London? That's yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> jokes uh that's also uh you know with the um uh, uh bear meaning very uh yeah like oh that party was bear jokes yeah well <laughs> what about um well i don't know about this like ting well I was, I was gonna i was gonna say based on that if if you are not you specifically because i know you've listened but uh, anybody else that's listening if you're curious about uh london slang particularly from the you know the kind of uh, a grime urban culture that's yeah. come up with that music scene um uh, doc brown the stand-up comedian and i believe the song's called slang 101 um oh. i believe the song's called mind, slang 101 he, yeah. he's great he does this kind of uh, uh, you know, kind of street sounding verse, but then explains it in kind of like a uh, bear can mean very, but can also mean lots of as like, as they're like, yeah, I've got bear, bear gold on my watch, bruv. <laughs> this, this kind of thing. Uh, yeah, job, job well done there, sir. Um, here we go. This, 
see, I can't do this next one without without the accent because I think the accent is typical. But see if you get it. Um, Gert, G U R T, Gert. Yes. Very. I'm trying. For a minute, I thought very good. Good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're trying to do like a CD Boris Johnson. Very good. <laughs> good. Good. Um, God, guess. Yeah. Um, is that is that Scotland? No, it's uh, it's from Bristol. Is it? Good. Yeah, How do good. you? It basically means very. Right. Okay. Yeah. Very. So they, they've they basically good gone melon. right. Good we've got melon. a V. We've got an E. We've got an R and a Y. Which people have known for centuries to be <laughs> describing a, as a as a as a multiplier towards what's happening. I don't like three of those letters, so I'm going to get rid of three of them and just put three new ones in. That's that's what's going to happen. Yes. Good. My lord. <laughs> um, here we go. You might get this one. Um, our kid. If oh, I if I said it. Liverpool. Is it Liverpool? Our kid. No. No. Is it not? No, if, oh, I, I'll, I'll try and do the accent. All right, Arkhead. Oh, Manchester. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you've given birth or you've just bought a, a, a goat. Um, yeah. It's it's actually their version of duck, mate, pal, right. dude, broth, oh, blood, yeah. brethren. Yeah. What would what would fella right. be? Who? Fella. Is that a uh, I think that would be more of a national one, wouldn't it? Think. All right, fella. Hey, yeah. All right, now. Yeah. Oh, here you go. Um, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? Where's that from? Is that Scotland? Uh, let me finish it off. How are you, pet? Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get all that from Deckland. <laughs> yeah. But so it, it, it's also things like uh, go away, hurry up. Or okay, it's got it's got multifunctional uses. God, I'd be very confused like, going into to Jordan then and hearing that. How weird! What are you? It's okay. You want me to? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> just staring at their stomach. Like, what are you staring? I'm just waiting for the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> you have Netflix, right? What's going on here? <laughs> Where are your options? <laughs> I suppose the most cliche one would have been things like, "Why I?" Yeah, yeah. Why I pet? Why I? Why I pet? Why I? But yeah, in in short, guys, what I'm saying is, um, broaden your knowledge, right? We listen yeah. to people, we talk to people all the time. So this is this is training that you can get for free, just through speaking to whoever it is that you speak to uh, on a daily basis. Yeah. If you work in a call center, think how much practice you can get. Somebody calls up. Somebody calls up the phone. Start start talking to them before you go into their account. Where is this person from? Bang! See if you're right. Yeah. Right. FYI, I've no idea if that's the way that call centers work. <laughs> you know, I, just presume, <laughs> I presume that that's the case. They they send you bills. They must know where you live. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's that's the case. Um, so yeah, that's that's all for our brief fleuray into the vocal tonalities of. Linguage. Linguage. Uh, linguage. Linguage rumo. Passa ling lingualuru. Linguini. We're done. We're done. Um yeah. 
we're done. Lamborghini. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we have plans to get together to um, start filming more of the series of the Deductionist, which is going to be starting on its own separate channel soon. Um, do, just because, yeah. uh, based upon our research and statistics that we found, uh, most people are struggling to find it. Yeah. So, well, because you you've got a lot of work, mm. uh, and I think on my channel, um, mine's basically it's just sort of like for showreel material, but it's a mm. mixture of deduction stuff, mixture of other mm. stuff we've done that's not necessarily for deductionist work, and it would mm. just be a good thing to start up. For, for you guys, if you want to see our work, we can say over here. Absolutely. This is all and, done. And as the team. That's that's where the uh the I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the leap as well and I'm gonna start the, the kind of uh, the, the TikTok puzzles uh that I that I spoke about a while back. Um nah. in, in terms of challenges. So they'll be linked to to that particular channel on YouTube shorts uh as well. Uh, not not yeah. the fashion, uh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe that YouTube <laughs> makes shorts, but the the seemingly popular yeah. lack of attention span that we're developing that we need things in shorter and shorter and shorter increments. Yeah, uh, we're bringing out as well, um, like the old uh, series, the series one of the Deductionist. Yes. So we've had sort of these episodes uh, go for a while now, and it, we thought, like, why not just we'll bring them up, we'll put a bit of a polish revamp. on them and yeah. revamp, put them back on again with a, a few new things thrown in there for you guys to enjoy before we uh, edition of the book. On. But yeah but connect connect more up to uh series two yes absolutely yeah so, so check it out folks you probably okay. you know it, it's one of those things it's worth another look again because I mean, it, it all it all connects together you'll find yeah, out like, <laughs> I, I i still i wish i could understand I, I've, I've looked at the analytics as well and i still don't get how episode four um the one uh revolving around memory is it's thousands and thousands and thousands of views which is amazing uh, and then yeah. and then like if you tot up the views from all of the other episodes it's kind of about the same <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do memory part two. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Let's 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 jump on that bandwagon a bit, right? <laughs> milk it. Milk it. Milk it. <laughs> right, guys, we're gonna go. Thanks for stopping by. Uh the uh the American counterparts who are here joining us. Have a wonderful rest of your Thanksgiving because it's still earlier on in your day. It's later on for our day here. Um to everyone else, Mr. Patel didn't come back to tell us if we were right. Uh, to everyone else, have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you guys. Have a good one, guys. That's it. See you all later, guys. Bye. Ciao.